and welcome to a brand new concept kinda maybe all right it's the gauntlet but it's one-on-one this time yes ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i decided instead of trying to go through just the nightmare of booking multiple people like trying to lure these people into my into my home or to get them online is just a nightmare in itself so i decided to corner that one person and go hey you want to watch a bad movie and for the pilot project for the big one we are having mr real debaters himself mr number one gauntlet guy he was on the first ever gauntlet and now and now he's back once again doing this version of the gauntlet michael petro welcome welcome hello sir how are you doing i uh i i first of all the fact that you've picked me twice to start (laughs) something says an awful lot about what you don't know about me so that's 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 pretty solid of you so thank you for that so uh yeah i'm super i'm excited for this because after you told me what this was i thought it was one thing it's another so i'm looking very forward to it oh yeah definitely no worries man i i tried to explain as best as i could but of course it all gets confused this is why it's good it's good to have that pre-ramble in these podcasts and so i I say we just go straight to it i uh there's going to be rules in the description, but the thing is a good podcast is not constrained, constrained by rules. It's good Agreed. to just have a brief thing. So what this is, is me and Michael are going to have a interview. I'm going to ask him some questions. The kicker here is I'm going to be showing Michael some very, very bad movies in between based on one theme. And as the as the movies go on, they get worse and worse. So the first one will start off as maybe a five on IMDb. And the last one will be a 1.6. And instead I, of- can, I, can I say something for the record? I, I'm not against bad movies. Like I, I'm pretty sure everybody would tell me I have some pretty bad tastes. We all do. I mean, that's, you, you, can't, you can't enjoy the, the sweet without the sour or however somebody- said that but i'm just saying i'm not against watching bad movies i'm just against watching the ones you picked for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm like you're all good with like so bad it's good you know those ones where they're just like super cheesy fun which is often what i do on my regular episodes but this it's people can't even bear to watch them for for longer than two to two to five minutes which is what this is going to be so michael petro is going to watch him watch these bad movies and he has to last for five minutes and then maybe at the end of the year we'll do a leaderboard and see who who lasts the longest in this i don't know what you'll get maybe just a a handshake for like (laughs) you you do pretty good kid i guess (laughs) like a like a millennial pat on the back is that what i get oh yeah definitely definitely maybe maybe a t-shirt I, I I like t-shirts. I'm a huge fan. I, I'm a I'm a t-shirt critic. I will I I I am always on the if there's three things about me that are true, one of them is I'm always on the lookout for the perfect fitted t-shirt. Oh yes. Oh definitely. When, when it comes to t-shirts, uh me having like a, a big old gut, it's very hard to find a de- decent t-shirt without the, yep. the the undercarriage showing. Yeah, totally. Yes, I, that- I know the problem, sir. Oh, yes. As uh, two husky gentlemen, we definitely understand that feeling right now. So now it's time to reveal 
what is the theme of this? Because oftentimes, rather than me just picking random bad movies, it's just nice to have is a theme. Running? Okay. I, I just thought that we, I thought just out of that. Oh, no, no, no. Where's the fun in that? So last time when you were on the gauntlet with the rest, with uh, was Mark, Mark. Mark, yep, you did dinosaurs. Yep, we did, we did something about dinosaurs. I don't know if we got a lot of dinosaurs on what you picked, but they they, they were in the title. Let's be real; they were mainly puppets, like hand puppets. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hand puppets, or like somebody had access to a, like one of the first programs for cgi development and like we're like well hey we got it might as well let's see if it'll work and like did some like like minecraft 24-bit dinosaur <laughs> remember, remember the playstation one demo <clears throat> you would get yeah. with, the, with the playstation the t-rex yes yeah i remember it it was that level <laughs> oftentimes yeah like activision like tony hawk yes level oh, worse game worse but like in a movie yeah exactly Anyways, yes so the the first ever theme so since you did dinosaurs i think i think we do something kind of similar so we're gonna do sharks uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do sharks i'm totally cool with that because i was listening to hollywood babylon the other day and uh ralph and smith are doing uh uh they're doing cape crusaders so they're doing every episode of 60s batman and then oh no and then they watched the movie. So they, I listened to the episode where they watched the movie and they were just giving shit for the shark repellent. Okay. That's in opening scene where like Commander Schmidtlap, I think his name is. Like there's a yacht and it's, and it's just this ridiculous over the, over the top scene. But um, I, sharks have been on my mind since. So well. <laughs> uh, funny enough, I, I, I re- I've watched uh, this year the Harley Quinn animated show okay. and batman legitimately uses shark repellent on a shark in that no totally it's it's not it's jumping the shark so to speak yes that uh that show by the way harley quinn is one of the best dc animated shows it is so is uh, it's so meta- i i just can't get an animated that was my comment ah uh, uh you got alan tudyk as joker and just yes, I heard that. uh the bane is just the best to use the voice from the dark knight rises and it's just him threatening to blow up like high schools and stuff <laughs> that's awesome yeah so it, it's not literally but like that if you could sound like bane that's pretty awesome exactly i was born in the darkness you it. <laughs> and just like me i was born in the bird movies you know <laughs> and stuff like that so let's begin with the first movie yes, uh, please as in, no. as in this show, I'm basically stealing from Hot Ones. We got, I have five movies already pre-picked out. And as instead of uh, getting hotter, they just get worse. The first one <laughs> is 2017's House Shark. House Shark? Like House, house Party? House Shark? Yes. When he finds oh, a shark God. that can travel on land, residing in his home, an ex-cop enlists the help of a grizzled former real estate agent and a centric house shark expert to kill the beast. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Directed and written by Ron Bonk. Yeah, I know the guy. <laughs> I, know, I know Ron. Ronald. He, he's, he's a good <laughs> friend of mine. So now, 
we will uh, we'll be right back. Maybe I'll include like a little clip here of the trailer, and we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back for House Shock. Maybe, right. <laughs> maybe, hopefully. <laughs> All right. So, oh shit. And uh, do you want to do the beginning, the middle, or the end? Let's do for this one. This one, I feel like I want to be where the plot is. So let's do the middle. Okay. So uh, this is a two hour movie. Oh my God. <laughs> so let's do, let's do 55 minutes. Yeah, that's perfect. That's in the middle of act two. That's yeah. right in the thick of things, wherever things take us. Yes. And like I said, uh, if you want to tap out, you're, you're free, but I, on the, uh, the 60 minute oh, I mark, I, I, w it, the movie will stop. And then you can uh, give us your uh... movie. Michael Petro watched five minutes of House Shock. Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so we just watched five minutes of House Shock. So how are you feeling? I... I just don't understand how people get money for this stuff. Oh yeah. Like, I, I, that is, that's the one thought that I, I, I mean, <laughs> how do I feel? I, I, I am, I, I, okay. We landed right in the middle of the thick of it with the guy. I obviously the lead character. Yeah. Nameless as he yeah. is. Uh, and he'll probably be for the rest of his career, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> he's in a lover's quarrel about trying to win back his life from the house shark, which I picked the wrong portion. Cause we didn't get to see the shark. We just like, we have to imagine what the shark is here. I we, think we did. Yes. Um, but uh, do the, just the caliber of emotion in the acting um, and the lack thereof. <laughs> um, like it just, it just seemed like a bunch of kids being, upset at each other and with the there's i don't even know what's happening but that that one guy with the clearly horrible beard yeah and okay so we start like we start with the lover's quarrel over the 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 boy yeah. wanting to back his life from the house shark so the house shark has clearly like invaded his 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 life in some way yes and he feels that he's gonna stand up to the house shark um House shark sounds like a dick. I don't know. That's what I got. Uh, and then his girlfriend and their kid are waiting for, we'll be waiting for them when he deals with his problems with house shark. But then it switches to the guy with the beard. Um, who's clearly like, he knows something up is like, he knows what's wrong with like how to deal with the house shark, but he's also drunk as shit with a crossbow. And I don't like that. Like he just, he's like, we need to go and shot. He sounds, he sounds like a drunk Bane is what he sounds no, like. No, it sounds like a drunk Bane trying to do Sean Connery. You, you, it's <laughs> you know? one ping only. Exactly. And then you got some, German guy in Lederhosen. Right? Where is he? Why is he there? And then, <laughs> and then when like the girl calls out his knowledge of sharks, he's like, I'm not in with the sharks. Like, what, 
why are you okay why are you in lederhosen there's things there's things you can walk into the middle of a movie most of the time and if the story makes sense you can kind of be like this is where we came from okay i think this is where we're going but i know exactly where i am why is there lederhosen <laughs> exactly and the yeah. only answer i will accept this was filmed in germany like that's the only reason well it's clearly not it's clearly filmed in some suburban town and it's clearly probably the director's aunt's place that they managed to so and they're going to be super mad what they did to the toilet oh totally and then yeah then we fast forward to like this we're like okay we assume the house i'm assuming the house shark is pretty big yeah so like yeah. When, when that guy in lederhosen was like the, it came from the toilet and you're like well how big is this shark if you're all afraid of the shark and it's just swimming through a toilet i mean that that sounds like a baby shark to me i'm not i'm no i'm no marine but marine i'm, I'm no marine biologist <laughs> you know i don't need to, I, if a shark can swim out of the toilet i mean if you and mcgregor can swim into one i guess a shark can swim out of one i guess i guess so so now this is the portion where we get to know you so my first question mm. is uh and you've probably mentioned this on your podcast 27 million times, but for people that probably. do not listen to your podcast or just like checking in for the first time, how did you get into sure. podcasting? The um, interesting version of that is I, I have, I have a job. It's a good job. I like my job. And I mean, as much as anybody who likes a job, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, we're, we're, it's not a dream job, but it's, it's a, it's a great job. Anyways, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to school. And I thought about going to school. And then I was like, what am I going to go to school for? So uh, it pretty much came down to a lot of the people that I know uh, and have made friends with over the years. have all gone to create the creative communications course at Red River. And yes. I've mentioned this many times on the podcast whenever someone's like, so how'd you get into podcasting? And I go, yeah, I tried to get into school and I didn't get into Crecom. And uh to save you the, it was very, it was a very stressful process for somebody who was older. Mm. Um, that's my real only hard critique of it was it's like, you know, I'm not coming out of school. I'm an, I'm an adult student. So like, I have no idea what to do. Like I'm not, I was never good in school. So I, I, I was, I felt very out of a fish out of water and uh, yeah, I didn't get in that's really where this all starts because I went, all right, well, I can't get to do all any of, any of the real fun, interesting things. Like as an outsider looking in on any course, it looks like that's your golden ticket to ride. And uh, if you don't get in, it's like, you're not part of the club. You're not picked, right? Schoolyard pick kind of sucks. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I looked into everything that I couldn't really do anymore and was like, bye bye. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. I don't have to go to school to do any of this stuff. Right. Cause all the best people who make things, music, art, poetry, whatever, they're just like, just do it. Just start podcasting. Just start making a movie. Just pick up a guitar and start noodling. Like there's, it, it, all it is is about doing it so many times that you learn it and then you learn how to get better at it. And then when you get better at it, then you learn how to make really cool shit with it. So I'm in the still first phase of just learning something. <laughs> and, uh, but back, back on point, um, I didn't get in, but podcasting and blogging and marketing was all on this, on this course. So uh, I was like, well, all right, let's try podcasting. And I took the money that I was going to go to school with and I went and bought all the gear and then asked my friends who we all just talked about movies with all the time. Do you want to do this on record? <laughs> do you think people would give a fuck? And 
yeah, it's still an evolving thing, but my, the, the easiest way to sum up how I got into podcasting was I just decided one day I was going to try podcasting. Yeah. That's uh, very important. Especially when you've uh, been kind of slammed down, like you, you really set your sights on something and then for like an establishment to say, Hey, you, we, we don't have any space here. It's, it's really important to not take that and say, Hey, this is me defeated. It's I'm going to find another way yeah. around it. And one who has actually kind of done that and made a career for himself is Kevin Smith. And you had the Gosh. honor recently of interviewing Kevin Smith. How was that? Yes. <laughs> I love how you switch from like, yeah, how'd you get into podcasting? And it's like, yeah, my that's the biggest thing I've ever done with my life. Never mind podcasting. Yeah. But um, how that happened was, uh, and I just want to say, I've said this before, and and I, I you know, everyone's like, so would you be like, fuck you to Red River? And it, it, the the joke is, yeah, fuck you. I didn't get in, but like. It, it honestly you're pivoting really well with this sir because my reason i didn't get into crecom is kevin smith yeah and it eventually was i would have still been in school if i'd gotten into crecom yes. and then i wouldn't have had this opportunity because i wouldn't have had almost two years of trying this thing called podcasting under my belt so that would never have happened but uh, a friend of mine works at Skip the Di well. He's been he's on the show, Aaron. The first like five to ten episodes. That's where it all started was with Aaron. He works at Skip the Dishes. Um, the shorthand is they were doing a promo with movies coming to Canada, and uh, in doing that because of COVID, you couldn't really go to a place and experience what movies was. Which, for anybody who's not a Kevin Smith fan, it's the restaurant in the Kevin Smith universe. Um, and it's where they've had like clerks has been in it, uh, dogmas in it. Like it's, 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 it's a fictional restaurant that they turned into a real thing and made real food for it. But then COVID hit and you can't fucking go. So skip the dishes and movies with Kevin Smith partnered up to deliver movies food in Toronto for like two weeks while the pop-up was there. Cause you couldn't go like they made the restaurant yes. and they made you could like experience what movies would be like. So I said, jokingly, wouldn't it, be great if you told them your best friend has a podcast and if they do anything with him yeah, i'm a big fan and he's like yeah whatever fuck off you're an only child stop being a brat <laughs> and i was like no seriously like yeah. do you know anybody else? but i was like okay truth be told this is what i said i said if anybody asks you maybe mention me but please do not be like by the way like don't raise your hand and and volunteer me like if 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 gods are lined up if planets are you know on the equator and everything points true and they ask you great but i i a couple weeks go by nothing you doing aaron kicking the door down to the ceo going i got an idea yeah <laughs> you didn't want that kind yeah. of attention no, you, you wanted to come no, naturally I wanted it just to be, if someone says, Aaron, do you know anybody? And if nobody asks you, Aaron, that's it. Like that's, that's really what the adult in me wanted. The only child was like, you better fucking tell him I'm the one, <laughs> but I, I was like being a, be a f almost 40 year old man. So uh, anyways, they went through a bunch of people. It, they, they figured out how to do it. They secured all these things. Then they sat down and, and wanted to, go through everybody they thought could do it. And it got to the point where someone asked Aaron and Aaron was like, well, uh, I have a friend and he does a podcast and they're like, okay, can we meet him? 
and the rest was a zoom meeting with some amazingly cool trusting people from skip the dishes who uh because of what you did you actually kind of get most of the credit for this sir because you picked me to talk to alan cross on the podcast festival the winnipeg podcast festival last year which i used as like hey listen i've done this once before yeah (laughs) but i'm a huge fan and i can i'm your employee is what i said to skip the dishes i said just treat me as yours for the day i'll do whatever you want i'll sign whatever you want no no problems so um i said to her that i had done this thing with alan cross shout out to alan cross shout out alan cross (laughs) and, uh, and she was like can i see it so i sent it to her and she was like the next morning she said yeah you've we're good with it so send us what you think you want to talk about. They were so great because they made it all make sense instead of my just my <laughs> bullshit, like just train of thought writing. And uh, and the rest is history. The rest is the rest is a permanent mark on Skip the Dishes account with me and Kevin Smith for an hour. Which, first of all, the funniest thing about it all, I didn't even get to introduce myself. So like, it's not like I have, like he has no idea who I am. I'm just a fucking yokel. <laughs> Like someone in the comments on the skip thing was like, is this his ugly brother? <laughs> on there. And like, like we, I, I'm pretty sure if they hadn't called it, we would have gone three hours. Yeah. Like he was ready to keep going. He was having fun. I was having a blast. There was so much, I, I don't even remember most of it. I've, I've had to watch a lot of it, but in the end it is thank you to you for giving me a shot with, Alan Cross, because that had not, had that not happened, then I wouldn't have had anything to show them, and then I would have just been some dipshit who's like, "Please pick me, ultra yeah. stupid fan." Yeah, man. Hey, no, so no worries, man. I'm I'm just glad to help, man. And uh, speaking of help, I especially love Mark in the chat. Just constantly going, "This is Michael Petro, real debaters." Just like constantly spamming it throughout the chat, just because yeah. you didn't introduce no, yourself. Yeah. I just kind of because I was in and out, just because I was working at the time and I couldn't really be seen looking at like an interview for an hour. But I was like peppering in, and it was just funny just to see every time I, I looked like, "Oh, there's Mark saying this is Michael Petro, real debaters." <laughs> yeah, oh, that was super. And I mean, like, it wasn't my show. It was, it was like, I was picked for a thing and I'm super fucking grateful of those people because they, it's, it's really fucking great when you get to meet someone you respect mm. and they're cool. Yo. That's it. Like, and he, he preaches, he's like, I'm just a fucking fan. I'm just a nerd like you. And he truly is. And that's, what's like, he is genuine beyond all belief and super fun to talk to and super knowledgeable and like, uh, something to aspire to be <clears throat> and just the the best person ever so i'm internally grateful for skip for letting me for yes. trusting me because i was like you guys are yeah. fucking nuts <laughs> and and uh one film i'm actually looking forward to him uh coming out uh it's it's kind of on the back burner I, I feel is moose jaws which is pretty much yes. uh, which is pretty much jaws but with a moose so since we're oh, since we're talking jaws let's go back to the uh the shark movies again Oh fuck you! I thought we were. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah! You... <laughs> oh, I, I... talk about your sofa tournament, but this... I'm gonna kick you in the dick. For a I'm... Bad shark movie. It's pretty. That's pretty much. It's pretty much the interview style. <laughs> get get ready because I'm gonna fuck you up. That's that's how it is. So now, right. the next movie is uh, it's getting worse. Just to let you know. <laughs> so this one, Swamp Shark. Oh yeah, that's it's that. You know what, everybody. 
po- contrary to popular belief, sharks are swamp creatures more than they are, are ocean dwellers. That's, <laughs> yes. that's a true fact. Uh, Christy Swanson <laughs> is in this. In oh, like, like 80s, 90s Christy Swanson? Uh, yeah, as in like the original Buffy Christy Swanson. But this, is, this came oh, out in wow. 2011. Wow. That's okay. Yeah, because you know what? I actually ran across one of those like clickbait things the other day. Yes. That's who I am. And uh, so I clicked on it. It was one of those, I don't know. It was like, look at this guy now, right? And it was like some hunk. And I was like, oh, okay. I want to feel better about myself. <laughs> I clicked on it. And uh, she was in there as like a before and like then and now kind of thing. And I was like, well, that's Christy fucking Swanson. Buffy. Fantastic. So do you want to begin in, this is a an hour and 28 minute movie. Do you want to begin in the at the beginning, in the middle, or do you want to do like 20 minutes before? before the end my favorite interviewer for movies is james lipton from uh inside the actor's studio yeah he's uh he was the one i loved listening to the most and i'll say what he says let's begin at the beginning okay fantastic so uh we will be right back michael petro watched five minutes of swamp shock how did you feel about that (laughs) That's about all we got, because uh, you included the intro. You included the title credits. <laughs> I mean, you should put me through five minutes, because like, I feel that this is the least amount of shark footage I'll ever see about a show about sharks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think if we can make, I think that should be the goal, is to see a little about sharks while we talk about movies with sharks in them that we never see. It's but, the Jaws effect, right? Exactly. <laughs> The less okay. we see about the sharks, the better, right? Yeah, no, I uh, okay. Uh, how do I feel? I feel I'm interested. I'm yeah. not, I'm, I mean, I, I was waiting for like to set the scene for everybody the shark that they're some Louisiana sheriff is letting loose in the rivers of their town is in the back of an oil tanker. So, I guess that's the, the new way to catch sharks. When, when's this from? When was this made? Uh, this was made uh, 2011. Okay. All right. Uh, once the CGI started rolling, literally the oil tanker <laughs> down the hill. And then the guy <laughs> like, I'll just run in front of a green screen. Cause like, there's a little bit of a wave of cloth as he's like, <laughs> like it looked like a zoom meeting was, was the backdrop for, for that. Um, and I mean, whatever, every, every, every piece of art has, one for commerce, one for art. This was obviously for commerce, just people getting paid to uh, to put a shark in the back of an oil tanker. I just want to mention again that the oil tanker was where they trapped a shark. And when asked how they got it in an oil tanker, they said blood. <laughs> so did you recognize the sheriff? I Was that Joe Piscopo? It was Robert Davi. Okay, Robert Davi. What else has Robert Davi been in? Because I, I know the face. I, Die I, Hard, Goonies. Okay, that's Maniac Cop uh, to the Expendables, License to Kill. Yeah, all right, thank you, definitely, Robert Davi. Um, yeah, the there's, little like like the only allu- the oh, the only thing that we saw. I mean, maybe there's more, probably not, but maybe no. there's more, is uh, is like he was like, yeah, bring it on in. Like he was making the call to make sure the swamp shark was dropped in the water. And when you see him running from the tanker, the way he's running is like someone's just got caught running on a field and then a photo taken of them. It's like, oh no, I got caught, shit. And then he slowly like shuffles to the side like a crab. 
yeah he's yeah <laughs> like he, he he like took a running start from the side of the camera <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh and in this movie too was uh a name uh sophie sinise aka the daughter of gary sinise okay i was gonna ask that because i'm like this is where people get their start is it stuff like this, yes right? so I mean, so we've had enough of swamp shop we're, we're done so we're, we're gonna go back into podcasting so okay. What is a memorable moment during your podcast that you can think off the top of your head when someone says, Hey, what's one, you know, check out this moment in my podcast because it's pretty much everything my podcast is. Um, well, it's still small, so it's hard. It's still like a thing that is like being worked on. So, um, I would say though, that, um, I don't know if it's like, if, if, like, are you asking me if somebody was for like, if they asked me what my thing is about podcasting, what an episode would be to describe that? If you could send like a clip, do you know how you often have podcasts where they do various clips to get people to to listen, like a little segment where it's like, this is pretty much my podcast um i think probably yeah okay uh when it became a thing and then we were like all right let's like play with this and see how far we can take it when we figured out that sylvester stallone should run a run a summer camp (laughs) that is exactly um what like when i would say when real life meets real life that's the cheesy slogan yeah i decided to go with so and it really always it's it, we just realized the thing the other day too like it, it, where we were like hey man we're not really letting people talk why they picked this and have like a back and forth it's more like a da 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 and then we move on and it's yes. like no if you're going to talk about something you should talk about it so it's like no okay so now everybody gets a turn to say something and then and it's like it's dumb shit it's not yeah. rocket science i'm not claiming that this is like you know high up <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It's just something you figure out as you're as anytime you're learning something and doing something, you're like, oh, okay. And if you stop doing that, then no matter what you're doing, you're you stop creating. So, um, yeah, to be all dark and deep about podcasting, <laughs> anyways. Uh, uh, but yeah, like w- when we realize that we like what everybody talks about is looking at the characters on the screen and then having stupid, fun, interesting, serious conversations about how they inspire you in real life in different weird scenarios and what you pull from them and what, you know, and then jumping into the movie and being like, you know, like we all think when, like, what would I do in that scenario? Why, what spaceship would I want? What zombies would I kill? Like, you know, we watch the, we watch stuff and not to be all like cheesy and, you know, <laughs> but like you watch stuff and it's supposed to affect you, right? Yes. It's supposed to you laugh, piss your, piss your pants with laughter get angry have conversations so like we're just doing something that i was like not a lot of people do which is and i'm not saying it's not been done like Hmm. i'm not i've seen other shows do other debates it's just a different 
take on it. So it is you- a very different uh, podcast and I enjoyed doing it. And one of my favorite memories from participating in your podcast is when I pretty much shut you down and took yeah. you out the competition when I had managed to gain access to high school photos of Michael. Yeah. And after he had this whole conversation about how this cool character, Heath Ledger from 10 Things I Hear About You would hang out with him. I said, well, really? And then showed the picture. That is one of my favorite in all of podcasting. It's one of my favorite memories to have. It's That's just me pretty, shutting you down. It's it's pretty fucking trolly. It's it's <laughs> it's literally the most I've ever been trolled by something. <laughs> Like that, yeah, no, I, I, that's funny. Like I, I was, I was utterly shocked because I'm like, how, I was just like, logistically, that seems to be difficult. Like to go from, I just met a guy in the last year who podcasts to, I will now obtain high school yearbook photos of and use against him in his own podcast is like, there's a, like, there's how you get there is short sighted. Exactly. And so from trolling you on podcast to trolling you in this show, we're about to go to the third movie. It's perfect. Now, now, are you ready for Shock Week? Because that's the name of the movie. Okay. Originality ends here. This is a 2.4 out of 10 on the IMDb scale. And nobody of note is in it. I, I saw the name Billy Ray, but it's not Billy Ray Cyrus. So we're safe. So I, I would, I would probably let's go to the end. Obviously we have to go to the end. Last 20 minutes. Correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Let's go for it. We will be right back as we watch shark week, AKA shark assault. We proceeded to watch shark week. Oh my God. <laughs> so that was shark week, which from the looks of it was kind of a, Battle Royale style movie. Yeah, I got, I got, I got that as soon as we saw the gamer, like the gamer count. Oh <laughs> like, god, like oh. life bar was on the screen. <laughs> yeah, and uh, oh, god. and okay, then so, like for people who can't watch it because you know things are illegal, um, we just saw clearly what is like yes, very, um, very Mad Max with sharks. And then, uh, like the dude who's gonna save the girl, bro. Uh, she, she's like, you can't, you can't sacrifice yourself. And he's like, I must for you to get to shore, babe. And then, yeah, then we see we uh, we've seen the most shark. That was definitely the most shark we've seen. And then he did we though? Because how blurry when they take the the dude, bro, into his mouth. How blurry was that screen? Oh, like when they gave him the, like when it was like them both in the shot and you couldn't, even, yeah, yeah, it was, it was like someone took their computer screen after they made a really good image and was like, let's film it underwater. Exactly. And oh, I, I do think though, my favorite character in that was the Rosie Perez looking character at the end. The one, the one who had, yeah. So like after all of this happens, you know, your, your babe, she gets to shore, but apparently she's pissed off, uh, uh, like. Right hand woman, kind of. Yeah, some, some, some some evil doer, some heel of some sort for wrestling speak. And uh, I, I, yeah, she's like a poor girl's Rosie Perez, (laughs) and she found a harpoon. She became Aquaman pretty quick. 
And yeah, that was I, that was. I did enjoy when she was choking her and she's like coughing. She was just mockingly coughing at her. It's yeah, like all okay. I like I like in our like little like what's the real debaters? I actually say I'm like no movie's actually ever bad. They're just not like they're just not all made amazing, right? Like mm. they can be enjoyable being bad made bad movies, but like they're just not made with as much production value which is what differentiates between what's a good movie and what's a bad movie yes you can have a bad script but you know i mean so imagine this with a budget though yes right it could be really good i'm gonna flip what you just said on its head but i believe that any movie can be good it just has to be in the right situation where if it if if i'm watching this with my buddies and we're all just having a good time this movie would be amazing yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, like it's for sure. Like it's it is situational, and it is only lackluster because it is stuck between Captain America and uh, Harry Potter, right? Like if you if you put it up there, then that's kind of what's going to happen. It's going to look like shit compared to you know a two hundred million dollar budget. But and and with more money, you get. Uh, sadly, I mean, it is more money to better talent right exactly you know but it should always be talent and doesn't matter man woman whatever it should just be your talent and who you are but sadly that's you know that's a fucking utopia that i'm thinking of yeah so since we're uh talking like movies in general let's let, let me ask you this uh what movie have you not seen that would actually shock people because me and you are known as people have you know we're big movie fans but sometimes especially like guys like me and you there's movies that will slip us by the wayside and we'll shock like you've never seen that like yep. you got you watch all these movies and you've never seen that do you have anything that comes to memory that you that you can think of oh totally i like i i'm always a little shocked well not i shouldn't say shocked but i'm always like really when people are like you don't know that movie and i'm like yeah i watch the same shit over and over and over again like I have to try to watch a new movie uh, and it's not because I don't want to. It's because I find comfort in what I like. Yeah. So I have emotional attachments to movies <laughs> and in, in ways that are, were like best friends when I was a kid and you know, I was experiencing things. So I've got like emotional connections to scenes in movies. Like there's scenes in Indiana Jones that I'm like, I have like when when he's ripping into his chest, I'm like, that's a movie me and my dad actually watched together, and like so I'm I'm grounded that way. Which whatever, I mean, it's cheesy or pussy mm. or whatever. Calling oh, it's good, man. No worries. So, so do do you have any uh, examples of movies yeah, you've not I seen? Um, I haven't seen Toy Story. Oh really? I I I will tell you this. I've seen the first one, and that's it. Um, I've seen two Harry Potters. Oh shit. Like I I I just have always like I'll I have I've got a pretty stupid broad like if you put it on the wall you'd be like that's just not like it there's no genre but it'd be like a Jackson Pollock painting if you yeah. the things I like and have watched and put you wouldn't be able to draw a Venn diagram. You'd draw a really weird Venn diagram. Um but uh I've seen lots of crazy, weird, random, dark, artsy. Like I've I've watched every genre every time, mm. 
you know, I've, but I've got movies from the fifties that I like movies from the forties that I like, but I don't know a lot about forties movies, but the ones I do like, I will watch over and over and over again. Like, like prime example. I love the Alistair Sims Christmas Carol, like Mm. the original black and white one, but I don't know anything else about that period of film. Yeah. So it's just what I've experienced. And then I'll watch that shit over and over and over again, because I get so attached to a movie in that way uh but toy story would be one harry potter yeah like these i, I just there's never like sean is like harry potter really and i'm like i know i'm on a fucking movie podcast but that's the thing is that i'll go watch anything so if someone wants to come on the show and do harry potter i'll go finish them all yeah i'm not against watching them i just never got to watching them and i have this thing where i'm like yeah it's old it's not as nice mm. <laughs> it's the gadget nerd in me where i'm like oh my gadgets are shiny so that, that's very much the same with me. I I uh, I will not go out of my way and watch a movie pre seventies, right? Yeah. It just you, but if you found one, and you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Like I wasn't into eighties movies, but like Nighthawks with with Billy D. Williams and Sylvester Stallone is like one of my favorite eighties Stallone movies that like doesn't get enough fucking heat. Like it's. <laughs> Rudiger Hauer's in it. Like it's, it is a really good <laughs> Stallone dresses up as a woman for undercover. Like it, and they're in like leather jackets and like big aviator shades. Like, but I'm not like going back to that. Like I'm a huge nineties, early two thousands, hard in the paint for that stuff. Nineties specifically. I don't, I, I, I think everybody can agree that the nineties is like the pinnacle of filmmaking. Yeah. It's, like it's pre- where the major change pre- happened. And yeah. it still holds up if you go watch Jurassic Park. It still holds up to this day as just an amazing. And you, you know, yeah, that looks fake. It's holy shit. It's legit. I think it's because they threw, like, when they realized the more money they threw, and it became a money game, a blockbuster game, as opposed to a here's what we can give you. Do what you can with it, and you've got all the Mavericks of the '90s, like. Lucas, Spielberg, Howard, just to name a few, right? That are like making things with very little money. Well, not a lot of money, but like the budgets. If you look at the budget jump from like the 90s to the mid 2000s, it's huge. It's nuts. And it was like, it's like the Yankees. They just buy talent, right? If you can afford to do it, then you should be able to afford to take risks. But it's, if you notice, if you pay attention, you can take like certain movies now and just be like, oh, that's Transformers on Ninja Turtles. <laughs> like it's yes. the same fucking movie. Yeah, I, I do find that. I, I especially find with Transformers, uh, they have a particular style that I hate where you do not know what is going on. No. When no. the Transformers are fighting, it, it happened in Venom and it's the it worst. Venom. You're totally right. It happened in Venom. Like Venom, I was like, I was really looking forward to seeing venom on screen i wasn't mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing it through sony's eyes but i was nonetheless like okay all right and you're you're, you're being given creative license from marvel so you're probably going to have some influence feige's going to be around he's going to like stop by twice a week or some shit yeah, yeah. Like, i gotta do a venom thing <laughs> and but like uh i was displeased with how clear you could see like how they give like you couldn't see well and they had the money for it just like nolan gets like christopher nolan gets like awards for sound i'm like i can't fucking hear tom hardy in any of your movies i'm so glad i watched that movie on video on demand honestly i'm so glad i watched it because i could put subtitles on yes like you can't hear him in the you can't hear him in dunkirk i'm like 
he's this pilot and everybody's like cheering for the fucking pilot and i'm like what are you, what are you cheering for what do you know about him i can't understand him so from things you can't hear to things you don't want to see let's go into the next the fourth movie <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> segway I didn't have any, are we doing five? Are we doing ten? What are we, we doing? Do, we're doing five. This okay. is the fourth one. And we, right. and uh th- so this is a 2.5 on the IMDB scale. What's just before we get into it, what's the last one? What's like the uh I, I would like to hold that to my chest until it actually happens. Okay. All right. Um but the title is very much you've mentioned the movie. Well, oh. you've you've mentioned the movie that it references. Okay. So this one is two-headed shark attack <laughs> with, and it's a acting tour de force with Carmen Electra, Charlie O'Connell, and Brooke Hogan. Charlie O'Connell, like Charlie O'Connell from like Jerry O'Connell's brother that was in Sliders. Yeah, okay, that's who I was thinking. Did you ever see Piranha 3D, by the way, with Jerry O'Connell? Oh, I saw I saw him in the theater. Okay, I figured you would. All right, play your. Yeah. Play your two-headed shark. <laughs> Let's get this shit on the road. <laughs> so we'll be, we'll be right back as we watch two-headed shark attack. Oh, by the way, beginning, middle, or end? Um. Well, we started with the middle, so now okay, two-headed shark. That feels like I don't. I want to. Yeah, I want to see how this starts. You want to see, but I will make sure this time I get rid of the uh, the titles. Yeah, yeah, skip skip that shit. We don't need, like we're we're critiquing it. <laughs> we suffered the wrath of the two-headed shark attack. And that is it. Common Electra has done absolutely nothing in this movie so far. <laughs> no, she's 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 in it to smile, but uh before I forget, that's Brooke Hogan. Yes. That's Hulk Potter. Yep. I was like, like give her all the zingers. She was just throwing shit at all those guys. Like to the one guy who thought the sexton. It's basically, it's just a bunch of kids on a boat. But like that, okay. oh, those two headed, that two shark headed thing um, that came out of the water. Uh, I thought the CGI was pretty good until they got underwater. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then it was just kind of like a, a big gobbled mess of just I. It was just pretty much like they were just like slamming it up and down and just like as many flash cuts as it could do. Yeah, that if you looked, I I, I think I saw the foam teeth on the, <laughs> when it bit. You it saw like, it like uh, like compressing and everything. Well, like fold. I was like shark. T- t- shark t- I'm no marine biologist, but shark. T- <laughs> t- <laughs> When the uh, pandemic's over, let's go to the uh, aquarium and just put our arms in and see if they fold. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, point me in the direction of a great white and, you know, I'll risk life and limb to for science. And so it's like a a school on a boat. It's like a school trip on a boat or something. Yeah. And like, I'm like, these teachers are so fucking stupid because <laughs> letting kids, you know, in their bikinis, like on a boat... The last thing they're going to want to do is pay attention. Like if you're treating it like it's a vacation on a school trip, because the guy was like, this is how you use the sexton. And then Brooke Hogan had that funny line where that stoner dude came up and he was like, hey, how do I use this? And she's like, oh, you can't smoke out of it. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. 
there i was like that was a lot of funny really early so oh, i hope definitely I hope and uh i do like that they use like uh quick edits to hide the shock as much as possible yeah yeah so uh, apparently there's a bunch of sequels to this i think they also did free-headed shock as well I'm sure they did. And then when people were like, hey, where's Forehead Shark? And yeah. they're like, we're out for Christmas. Yeah. Fuck it. Just put him in a tornado. Sharknado. There you go. Christmas. It's the same guys who did Sharknado. So now I'm going to ask you, uh, we're, we're, we're near the last movie. So uh, as is tradition, which is this being the first one, we're going to start it now. Off top of your head, your top five movies. Oh man, I don't want to. This is this is an ever evolving list, but like if like ones that I go to, uh, the Salton Sea with Val Kilmer is a favorite of mine, just because it was one of those like first like L.A. cool movies that I found. Um, Everything is illuminated, which stars uh, Elijah Wood and eugene hoots from the famous ukrainian gypsy punk band gogo bordello okay and it's the story of a ukrainian jew who goes back to his uh, to where um his family was killed and learns of um learns of a town that existed where his family was saved and he wanted to it's uh ukrainian companies will take jewish people back through where everything happened and so he books a tour but he's like a vegan and afraid of dogs it's a comedy of errors but it's a book by um saffron i'm gonna butcher this his last name is foyer i know that and it's a beautiful story elijah wood and eugene hoots are amazing in it i'm ukrainian it makes me love my ukrainian heritage even more like someone who showed it to me was like you're Ukrainian. You, I think you would like this, and I fucking love that movie. It is a beautiful. It's a sad story, but it's a beautiful story at the same time. Um, sorry if I was politically incorrect with the word Jew. I, I <laughs> sorry. Um, I uh, what else? Fight Club's on the list always. Always with Fight Club, just because uh, Chuck Palahniuk is a. I I found Fight Club, and then I found Chuck Palahniuk and read all of his other stuff. So Fight Club opened my eyes up to an author that I really love. Have you read uh, Fight Club 2, the comic book? No, I stayed away from it. I didn't want to ruin a good thing. Okay. I'm a dumbass purist, I guess, in that. (laughs) Uh, So Fight Club, Everything's Illuminated, um, Salt and Sea, two more that are on there. Uh, I mean, that I really tie into uh man the godfather will always be yep godfather can be on on the top five just because it's it introduces you into like it's it's on everybody's like if you want to understand good filmmaking watch the godfather and it really is up until three but apparently the digital release that they're remastering they're gonna change the ending around where um where it where michael you know something different like the original bloodier ending that was supposed to happen um so that's coming out which is kind of cool um but godfather one for sure godfather two is my favorite out of all of them godfather two then one then three um only because it's that duality of michael corleone and and uh oh why do i never remember the father's name 
Oh, this is embarrassing. I love the Godfather, but I can't remember Don, Don Corleone, whatever. Um, and finally, um, you know what? I've been watching it a lot lately and it's an indie wrist. Have you ever heard of wrist cutters? A love story? Yes. I love that movie. It, Re- really well done. Introduced me to Tom Waits more. Um, yeah. It's uh, after having watched almost famous Patrick Fugit in this is uh um a fucking force to be reckoned with i really feel bad about that godfather thing anyways <laughs> no worries now uh fucking veto there it is there we go God, it took forever to get we're blaming the honest there we go now Close five. this may cause you some uh, controversy yeah. if you could pick a movie to banish forever what would it be Just based on your own preference. Uh, I would really lock the new mutants in a cage. Oh. And bury it in the Las Vegas desert. And with the help of everybody from the cast of Casino. (laughs) (laughs) With the baseball bats? And (laughs) Paulie. And everybody named Tony. And yeah, with baseball bats and cornfield, that's what I want to do. He's not a big fan. Uh, I don't even think that's the worst X Men property. You know what? It there there is worse, but this is just a studio meddling nightmare of like they were going in one direction and they clearly were too cheap to go and it's in the sale portion of the disney fox thing right like it doesn't have a home doesn't have leadership uh says it's in the 80s but then looks like it's in the seven like hard in this like just too much technical shit to forgive yeah and just like i really felt i was like i'm i'm glad that how did we see it I think it's, I think it's, I think we saw it streaming. I think that was, is it on on Netflix? Uh, I think maybe Prime. Maybe Prime. Some, yeah, I think it's Prime. Yeah. Yeah. So much. Um, So uh, I am not a professional. I'm just a marine biologist. (laughs) Anyway, speaking of uh, marine biology, let's go into the final movie of this. Now, you caught my throw. Nice. Yeah. Master of the uh, segue. Now <laughs> this one. Oh, it be- it belongs in a museum, by the way. Ah, okay. Raiders of the Lost Shark. Uh, is this a porn? No. Shark porn. <laughs> uh, and the IMDb is perfect. If you think about it, like, how do you go from like four? Like, how do you find the worst shark movie? It's a shark porno. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Uh, I couldn't find one though, so well, I... one that I could stream. So, <laughs> all right. So this is one point six out of ten. Is, so we're bottom of the barrel right now. This is the worst one I could find. And let us begin now. How do you want to begin? Do you want to begin in middle, or do you want to see the ending? We're just at the beginning, and <laughs> I feel that usually. I personally, my my personal view on this is I won't really start rating it until the end. So let's do the end. Let's do, let's do. So this movie is an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> that says so much. Yeah. 
never so. by its cover but in this case you kind of can like yeah. imdb is reputable you can rotten tomatoes yeah. IMDb, you you yeah, you can trust them so we are going to do an hour in <laughs> yeah of course i guess hey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last five minutes will probably be all the people they had to apologize to for making this we endured raiders of the lost shaw oh my god that was shit <laughs> right that that was anything that then goes okay we can't afford a shark we have a miniature shark which clearly based on camera angle was they were trying to do the miniature thing and it didn't pay off it was a hand puppet it, yeah like the no, uh that no. the mouth moving was clearly a hand puppet yeah okay you're right yeah i can see that now and i don't know what happened i have i have no idea um why the shark flies <laughs> and then and then when they decide to uh finish off the shot they do that very jaws like move of throwing some explosives into the mouth of the shark yeah but you don't see that happen you just see a stick of dynamite go and then there's like you can hear the shark in the sky yeah where that's where they migrate through and uh then the blow the blowing up happens and then the big bucket of fake blood that lands on the one guy and no one else gets yep. splattered with any blood that was a smart that was a smart bomb sir that's it was it was break that happened there that came off a drone <laughs> and then the last two minutes of what we were watching was just credits yeah and you could tell it was a bad movie because the credits aren't just like text it's everybody in the movie getting their own credits even like just terrible stills of a guy looking behind him while he's swimming and it's like david david yeah it literally looks like they took the set photographers images yeah just made trailer like they gave each of them three seconds in the trailer with their name oh no not even that not even that it looks like they was just uh doing like editing the movie and then like just print screen on their keyboard and that was the shot that they used oh yeah okay yeah that too yeah (laughs) so like that that's so bad yes like it it's and it's on Tubi, right? Like these are all Tubi. All of these movies are available on Tubi. So, and I'll also include links. Uh, sometimes, though, they they do have a revolving door of stuff that does get lost in time. But that's often the better movies, whereas the terrible movies like these stick around forever. I I, I that is what I am finding right now. With all that said, um, this is people trying to get better at a thing so they got to put their thing out there just like we're trying to get better at a thing yeah put our thing out there so like all in jest yeah i mean like good job everybody (laughs) i I give a resigning golf clap to that (laughs) right like one of them i would have like the our third one um shark week shark week yeah i may have like I'd be interested to find how the whole gaming thing, like the whole um, uh, Hunger Games thing kind of came into play with sharks. I would have been the same with Two-Headed Shark because it seems like they know they're having fun with it. And it has some at least okay actors with uh, Jerry O'Connell's brother and everything. 
yeah i guess like yeah o'connell doing it and then brooke hogan hulk hogan's daughter yeah she's not the greatest actress but she's okay she was okay in glow for that small scene she had oh she was in i didn't see glow oh yeah she was like a she sells like an apartment building to one of the characters oh okay super small anyway so now the final question the big big question that it's going to set everyone aside you got to pick a side the question is when you're eating ice cream big spoon or little spoon um there was a time when i would say big spoon and then now there's a time where i like little spoon and that's because i shouldn't eat as much ice cream now as i did when i could eat it with a big spoon (laughs) so i eat smaller amounts with a smaller spoon so i enjoy it longer because then i eat less so i will say small spoon now Michael Petro, this is why you are a fantastic person. You eat with the little spoon. You're a part of the little spoon army. <laughs> well, welcome to the team. <laughs> thank Michael you, Petro, thank you so much for coming on. Before you leave, make sure you throw whatever people want to go to, your, oh. uh, your websites and whatever, so that people who enjoy listening to you right now can check you out in future. Per, yeah thank you sir um so yeah if you want to if you want to listen to us if you want to listen to four fucking normal people talking about normal things normal movie lovers talk about like we're just fucking nerds then you can find us on the real debaters.ca that's our website that's where everything is that's where you can donate to the show if you want to help support the show if you like it listen to it first before you <laughs> decide to throw money at us that's too much expectation no uh, no 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 just donate just donate don't even listen just give me money <laughs> yeah, just don't 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 investigate don't do your diligence uh so yeah real that's that's everything all of us there's blog posts and uh, you can listen to the pod if you like listening to the podcast on your computer you can do it there um and then apple spotify we're everywhere and you just yep. go to the podcast player and type in real debaters it's r-e-e-l uh, at real debaters is how you follow us uh if you have an idea for the show we'd love to hear from you like seriously somebody some, some no <laughs> yeah i'll be nobody's ever emailed me i'm like i'll shout out a fucking show to you so send me an email and i we will dedicate it to you we'll dedicate it whoever you want to dedicate it to you um as long as they don't think storming the capital was a good idea we won't dedicate yes. <laughs> definitely uh, everybody else we will so um yeah the real debaters at gmail.com uh that's r-e-e-l for all the spelling and yeah that's uh that's that's it we don't have we're just making shit and figuring out zoom and uh yeah trying to have a better 2021 yes so my uh michael petro of the real debaters thank you so much you've managed to last the entire uh five movies without tapping out you are a tough movie watcher thank you so much for coming in and for me james beaver This is going to be a regular thing going on once a month and we'll catch you next time.